Hello and welcome to the final Rock and Roll Football podcast of this season. This season that has had a break in the middle of it, that has been so dramatic since we came back, particularly for Forest fans. But this is the final show of the season and it's a yeah, corker. Wow. It seems like the season's never really ended for us, has it? In fact, we're not going to end. We're just going to carry on straight through, aren't we, pretty much, till football comes back. Certainly you are, Fordy, aren't you? The yes, I'll still be on continue. absolute. Uh, exactly, yeah. So actually, this is the last football kind of... Although there'll be a bit of football because Scottish yeah. football comes back next weekend. So yeah. although it's not the full, full rock and roll football experience, the show will still be on every... Why am I talking it down? It's going to be even better. It's going to be bigger, it's better. Be it's going to be a great deal, better. by the way. It's going to be... Probably oh, the, yes. a lot of people are saying it's the best podcast and a lot of people do think that, by the way. So we will be <laughs> podcasting and doing many yeah. things. But uh, yeah. this is the last one where there's Premier League action. Yes. Red Hat Premier League action. Yeah, yeah. You're a fan of uh, the Premier League, Donald? I love it. I think it's the best, probably the best entertainment that I've ever seen but I love listening to Matt Dyson that makes me very happy that oh, makes me very warm you. inside yeah uh, well that's good well you were in the right place uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast uh, where there will be lots of mentions of Matt Ford's new book which is out to pre-order now on Amazon uh, Politically Homeless I believe you can get a signed copy as well Matt <laughs> you can pre-order I think a you can get copy. a signed copy from yes, Blackwoods and I, yeah. I got it I got to <laughs> tell you that I think yeah. it's probably I don't read many books as you may have heard it's the only book I'm ever going to read. And I'm a president telling you that. So pre-order the same copy. I think when you listen to the podcast, it will become more obvious what we're talking about. But thank you for mentioning it. And I think for a hardback, it's very reasonably priced. Yeah, it is. Get ordering. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football and Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The final show of the season and it comes down. Two more teams will be relegated and who is going to get that fifth place spot? I can't believe it's all... I mean, it feels obviously it's really late in the season for the season to be finishing. But because we've yeah. restarted late, it almost feels like we're finishing early. Yeah. Does that yeah, make feels- sense? Uh, yeah, in a way, yeah. Well, is that, is that if, the thickest thing I've ever said? No, I know exactly what you mean, because it really feels like football's back and everything was back to normal to a degree. I even thought the fan noise effect, sound effects were real, so I was fully on board with this being the season. And like you say, now it's ended again, and we've got to have... Well, it's only a month off, though, isn't it? So it's fine, then football will be back again. I think that's what it is. I think since the restart, it's felt like a new season, even though I know it's not. So you think, but it's only just come back. It, the break felt like pre-season and now football cruelly yeah. taken away but Scottish football is back next weekend yes, so it will be exactly. it, it will be an uninterrupted year in terms of football which is uh, yeah that's true exciting. and we've got and we've got the European action as well in August so it's going to be good but yeah I think they should have made it a mini season this maybe a mini separate season that's why Liverpool have to have an asterisk next to this title because it's it's not a normal season and I know Liverpool fans will hate me for saying it but you know I think they should and for other reasons I'm sure you know let's not just <laughs> restrict it yeah, to uh, the nonsense you've spouted in the last minute yeah. um yeah. well it is a big big day in the Premier League who yes. will finish in the European spots? Who will qualify for European football? Which two teams will be relegated from the Premier League to the Championship? Here to preview for the final time this season, an afternoon of red-hot Premier League action, it's Matt Dyson. 
Yeah, seriously red-hot Premier League action today. We're going to need regular drinks breaks. It's that hot. Normally on a Saturday at 3 o'clock, there are slim pickings these days, but this is what it must have been like in the olden days. All games kicking off at the same time. What a novel idea. 4 o'clock starts across the board. Knees being taken in unison all over England on the final day of the season, and we have every goal as it goes in. Uh, Never mind the championship. There's nothing of any real interest going on there, I don't think. So that's just a a gloss over that show it's all about the Premier League the Premier League the race for the title ended a while ago with Liverpool having now lifted the trophy at a fan-free Anfield Jordan Henderson held it aloft after a handshake from Kenny Dalglish in his little red badged official club face mask the players cheering to an empty stadium weird unprecedented scenes with thousands of non-social distance scousers partying outside Liverpool away at Newcastle this <laughs> afternoon the big game though is like a one-off playoff for the final Champions League place we are blessed by the fixtureless gods just a point separating Leicester in fifth and Man United in third a win for Brendan Rodgers side would see them leapfrog United and if Chelsea beat Wolves Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would have to make do with the Europa League but Wolves are still eyeing up that Europa spot so will be no pushover at Stamford Bridge providing they actually want to play in that tournament Thursday night trips to Kazakhstan can be a bit of a hindrance Spurs also in hunt for <laughs> the Europa spot away at Palace today down the bottom the overripe Chelsea could stay up if they win at Everton and Watford and Villa both lose. It's a big ask and it would raise a few eyebrows, especially for the permanently raised eyebrow of Carlo Ancelotti, whose side haven't lost at home since he took over. Aston Villa look best place to stay up, having secured a few big results recently and just made it out of the bottom three for the first time since February. They're away at a decent-looking West Ham, hoping for a favour from their claret and blue brethren in the David Cameron derby. Which team does he support again? Even he doesn't know. If Villa win, Watford would need to better their result by two or more goals to survive. They've just sacked angry ostrich hater Nigel Pearson though and are away at FA Cup finalist Arsenal. Not sure even Troy Deeney has the cojones to get the Hornets out of this nasty nest. Elsewhere, Premier League legend David Silva says goodbye to Man City who should be banging in the goals at home to relegated whipping boys Norwich. Oh my word. The final show of the season and he nails it. Finally. That was superb. The timing was perfect. I finally got ready. I finally in sync with the music, and now the season's ended, so I'll have to start all again from September. You sound really out of breath. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm exhausted, yeah. I'm exhausted. It's like it's my workout for the day. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. As well as the final day of the Premier League today, it is also the day of the first semi-final of the championship playoffs to decide who in the top six who didn't go up automatic gets to... It's still too raw. It's still too raw to you talk about it. We're going to have to deal with this at the start, obviously. Both of us are Forest fans, and the world was stunned this week (laughs) when Forest, who only needed a point from their last two games... Just a point. At home to Stoke. Easy, isn't it? Straightforward. The worst thing is, I wasn't... I've spoken to Forest fans all week about this. Some of whom were like, I didn't even consider that we wouldn't do it. On that final day, I was racked with fear. I could absolutely Mm. see that it might happen. And when it started to happen, it felt just inevitable. Yeah, it did. It It was like a wave going. It's like sometimes in football, things happen where you know you can't do anything to stop it. It's just destiny. Like the waves, the water being sucked out in a wave. There's some sort of pull. And we were being pulled 
back into the championship and out of the playoffs. And it was beyond our control. I think the players were racked with fear as well about it, to be honest. But we conceded so many late goals in, since the restart that... Sheffield you know, Wednesday, Derby, Yeah, Barnsley. there were some big one, you know, big late goals. We shouldn't have been in that trouble. We shouldn't have needed to to do that. Um, and it was just horrendous. I mean, it, it was such a weird game because what we needed were five goal swing with Swansea. <laughs> Which like, isn't that uh, much. That's only three no. and two nil, isn't it? That's yeah. why I was people so, half five goals like that's nothing in two games. I know, I know. But we were at home to Stoke and Stoke were in the relegation zone about a month ago. It's like it should have been straightforward. But uh, and then in the seventieth minute when it was one all, um we thought, Oh great, this will be all right, then we'll just keep the ball the play had time and we should be okay. And then mm. they had that drinks break, didn't they? And I don't I don't know what happened in the drinks break, but I don't know what they were drinking, but my lord, it went. It got our lives got flipped, turned upside down after that. Over routine because we went to sleep <laughs> after. It. I mean, warm milk. Don't give them warm milk. Don't give them bloody horlicks. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. They'll chill out too much. It was horrendous. I mean, I don't what... know what it's been like for you, but I've been getting messages <sighs> from all sorts yeah, of people, and it makes oh, it worse. Yeah, it's hilarious. like having a bereavement. You're like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Stop it, because it really hurts you in your gut, doesn't it? Every time you remember it, you know, when you wake up the next day and you remember what happened. Oh, yeah, we were the livestock of the whole football league. Uh, but I just think, and I genuinely do think, um, that if the young players that have been through this tragedy can stay together with the same manager, then they can use it to build on next season. That's that's one positive that I, I mean, one could come out of it. One positive I found was that if you drown your sorrows with German lager, you don't get much of a hangover. Right, okay, that's good. That, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting at all that people uh, drink irresponsibly, but, uh, you know, on occasion when you're sad, I, I found that I perhaps drank more than oh, I usually would. Yeah. I felt absolutely Hoff, fine the following pills, morning. was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just Hoffman some German stuff. I was like, oh, well, at least it was that. At least I kind of yeah, got and, uh, and at least we weren't there. You know, when that Yeovil, when Forrest lost to Yeovil, oh. the we collapsed then in, like, 2007. I was at the game, and that was horrible. So to not be there, I mean, I paid a tenner for I follow, which I resent. Uh, but, um, you know, but it Can was Can you get a refund of... if you lose? No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the players should volunteer to give us the tenner back, I think. But, no, I mean, it's just it, been it, so bad. I think we even didn't people who don't follow Forest were like, what has gone on here? You know, it, yeah, just, bit... it felt like a freak accident. I know, <laughs> horrible, horrible to be the other end of it. 25 minutes, everything changed, and it was just an absolute nightmare. And yeah, there's loads of quips from hilarious people, but a lot of people that feel sorry for us and, you know, sort of know what we're going through and the pain that it's causing. Oh, but, um... a lot of people have been lovely. The rest have been blocked on Twitter. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. I'm still not over it. I've just been staring <laughs> at the walls thinking about it. <laughs> it should have been us. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't stand yeah. it. I mean, we, I don't know if we really deserved to make the playoffs or go up, but, you know, we could, we could have done. We could have done easily, couldn't we? There were so many. We had so many chances to, to clinch a playoff place. And I felt so sorry for them as well, for, for, for Joe Lolly and Joe Warrell, just the look on their uh, faces afterwards. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's great, oh, it? it's um, such it, a... I feel like we need a bit of a lift here. Um, if if any of you are good at motivational talks, do text us on eight twelve fifteen and try and you know what it is? Yeah. 
please. It's been 21 years. That's the main, it's, it's not <laughs> yeah. just, oh, you didn't go up this season. I was going about Leeds 16 years. I oh, know, 16 years is nothing. And Absolutely that means that even nothing. if we go up next season, it will be it would have been at least twenty two years. The last time we were in the Premier League, I was doing my GCSEs. <laughs> That's insane, how long it? it's been. It's 21, got it's just got out of hand now. Twenty one years of hurts, and the hurts just gets it gets more. You know, the longer it goes on, the worse it seems to get oh, because the weird, absolutely. the weirder the ways the hurt is inflicted appear to be happening. So yeah, we really need some kind of pep talk. Although I don't know how we can go on. Every time we talk about it, I plunge back into the depths of despair. So it reminds me. Of like one of those like death row documentaries where you're like, oh come on, please, can someone just come intervene on, on yeah. our behalf? Yeah, help the sheriff see of, some sense. Of, Can't we have a like a DNA evidence? Camp- yeah, Can't DNA evidence at the last minute. Something, something, something. Come on. Just get Amnesty involved. A letter writing campaign. <laughs> Terry Waite. People yeah. like that. Just help shot us lawyer. Out. Yeah, come on, please. Where? Please, so instead of getting amnesty involved and writing to the deputy, text us instead on 812.15. Whatever, it might be something, I don't know, anything that makes us feel better, please, because you've got two men here and they're hurting. Kicking you into shape, it's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The last rock and roll football of the season. All those games in the Premier League kick off at four o'clock. We'll be bringing you live updates from all of them to find out who gets relegated and who gets those European spots. It's a very uh, fascinating day today. We're building up to that exciting four o'clock point. Um, We're still, Dyson and I, separate. We're not in the studio. I'm at home. Dyson's at home. And one of the things that um, has really benefited me in lockdown is I've been cooking a lot more. I've been cooking my own food. Uh, um, yeah, which nice. I barely had any takeaways or anything. Um, so yesterday, as a treat, I thought I'll get myself a takeaway burger. I was craving. I haven't had a burger for months and months and months. Yeah, it is. It absolutely poleaxed me. I, oh, I was really? so unused to eating takeaway. Like wow. it, it, it was. I, I mean, it was a big burger, right? But afterwards, it was like I'd eaten a hardback. I was like, what? How dense is this food? I was like, I used to eat this stuff all the time. I didn't have any dinner. That was at lunchtime. That arrived at about one o'clock. I didn't eat for the rest of the day. Wow. I was a a man in crisis. Well, you are the picture of health. You have been through lockdown. You're running, you're you're walking, you're cycling every day. And you're eating healthy, Uh, you know. I I can see how it would be a shrink. A shock to your system. Your tolerance for big slabs of meat has dropped, clearly. So what were you, comatose on the sofa? Mate, I felt like I'd eaten a coffee table. I was like, what is this? How heavy is this food? It was like I'd eaten a bag of bricks. I was like, I can't believe I would just eat this stuff before and then be out. I couldn't speak. I was like, <laughs> For hours. Just like, <laughs> whining like a dying frog or something. <laughs> making noises. It just sounded. Oh, dear. I, couldn't believe, I was like, well, how is this happening to me? Was this before I mean, maybe or after it was the a, I don't know. Maybe I should eat all the burgers. And the yeah, it was after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's a lesson for us all there, isn't it? It's a lesson for everyone there. Yeah, cook more of your food warming. at home. Mm, um, yeah. Obviously, this comes at the end of a very distressing week for Matt Dyson and me. Um, so we're asking you for your, just, just to help us see the light. Text us on 8.12.15 with some motivational uh, um, messages. Just help us keep our, Give us a pep talk. Um, what have you got in front of you there, Matt? 
Uh, Mark says, uh, motivation for you. Imagine being an Ipswich fan. Feeling better now? Yes, actually, that's why it's quite well, Mark, actually, yeah. They've plummeted, haven't they? <laughs> you know what? That, yeah. that would, saying that would have worked at any point in my life. Yeah. Just imagine at any, it, like, point. At, at any point, at any, at yeah. any sense of loss. Even, even when Bobby Robson related. was there and they did well in yeah. Europe, I still like, I'd, I'd rather not be an Ipswich fan. Yeah. <laughs> at my granddad's funeral, if someone would have said, at least you're not an Ipswich fan, I'd have gone, you know what? That is just what I needed to hear today. <laughs> and then at that point, the sun came out. I'd have thought, you know yeah. what? That's a sign that is. Um, we've got a great one here. Someone says, it could be worse. You could be a Forest fan living in Leeds with a Leeds oh. fan as a boyfriend. Safe to say he's doing my head in. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that's been true throughout the entire relationship. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Just over an hour until the final games of the Premier League season kick off. It's so exciting, isn't it? So exciting, isn't it? We're basically (laughs) excited to see who gets relegated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's European players who stay stake. It's maybe good. That, it's good. Yeah, you know, there's golden boot. There's golden glove. Um, there's also the excite. I feel as excited as you were when you ordered that first burger for four <laughs> months. You, I, I need to hear more about it because I, I mean, where was it from? What were the toppings? You know, you talk us through it. So it's it from a place called Buns. And um, oh, I realised that's quite named. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a name for a business, yeah. It was that um, all they do. That's all they do. But <laughs> so it was. It, it actually was quite a burger. So it was a. It was like a brisket burger with bacon and oh. avocado and macaroni oh, yeah. cheese. Oh, um, oh wow! No one so can move. Wow. Yeah. The more oh. I think about it, describing it as a burger, it yeah. is not. It was basically a, a three-course meal with a bit of bread on top of it. <laughs> and a, a and massive fries. Carbs. Yes. Had some Cajun oh. spiced onion rings and popcorn oh. chicken with Bloody oh, Mary what? sauce. What? Yeah, actually, so, yeah, not just a burger. No. Wow. You know what? I don't know why that hadn't occurred to me that that was the yeah <laughs> possibly <laughs> overordered there. Yeah, I think you had like four months worth of takeaway in one afternoon. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I couldn't finish the chips, and I, but I don't know why that, I'm saying that as a good thing that like I couldn't even eat the chips. But I'd had Cajun spiced onion rings, popcorn chicken with Bloody Mary sauce. And then oh, basically brisket, yeah. macaroni, cheese, guacamole, and bacon. I mean, well, actually, when I think about oh. it, there was nothing wrong with the burger at all. I just ordered too much food. Mm, yeah, fair enough, though. You know, you've got to have a blowout. Matt versus food. Love it. <gasps> Uh-oh. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> what? Just keep doing eating challenges. Yeah, but I mean, for a show. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Man versus Food was a brilliant show, uh, the American version. But, yeah, we could, you, could be, you could head up a British version of that, certainly. Great idea, Matt versus Food. Um, thank you to all of you that are texting in 8, 12, 15, your motivational talks, your pet talks for Dyson and I to make us feel better. Mm. I have to say, and it's really sad, the thought of teams getting relegated today makes you think, oh, they're going to be worse than us in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, dis- that, that's hard. Mm. Relegation is appalling. An yeah, awful thing to go true. through. And with the playoffs, t- someone here has said, and it's a really good point, of the playoffs, three of the four teams are not going to go up, says Martin in yeah, Watford. it's true, yeah. It's a good point for Martin, but I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to get to the play. We haven't been in the playoffs yeah. for ages. I just I wanted know. to just try it for it again. <laughs> it seems like years since we were in a playoff game. It is. Because it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been about a decade, yeah. yeah. That's because yeah. it's been about a decade. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Dave in Cumbria says, Hi, chaps. Maybe not much help, but as a Carlisle United fan, I can just give a sigh of relief that the season ended prematurely. It would be great to swap places with Forrest. Grumpy Dave in Cumbria. Then he says, P.S. Chins up. Yeah. Is that a slam? (laughs) Is he calling us fat? Is that what he means? No, 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 I think he's just telling us to keep our chins up. I think he's. Oh, right. Oh, because there's two of us. So that's the (laughs) reason why. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. I thought he was fat shaming me. (laughs) I thought this was burger related. Sorry, Dave in Cumbria. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. It's a kind of last day of term feel about it today it's the final day of the premier league season so we're going to do our alternative rock and roll football awards oh yes oh the red carpet the purple carpet of course could be an absolute yes we like uh, we like our branding is it purple the logo it is isn't it but it's yeah, a really nice like a purple. purple yeah yes yeah it's part of our branding certainly so the inaugural Rock and Roll Football End of Season Awards for the season 1920. We want you to text us in. Now, the first award is for Worst Kit. Text us on 8, 12, 15. Doesn't have to be Premier League. It can be any club. What is the worst yes. kit of this season? Matt Dyson, what are your nominees? Uh, well, mine actually was announced this season, but it's actually not being worn until next season. But because it was announced, the uh, the Man City third oh, kit, great, that We've one with a great the, start the, here. The pay, no, because they've announced it this season, so it's fine. It still counts. The Paisley close-up one that looks like a James May shirt is one of the most hideous things What's I've seen. What's the matter with you've got no taste at all? It is, a, it is if great as a, if you want to wear that as a shirt and look like James May, that's up to you. On a football shirt, like, oh, my mate. lord, it Don't looks horrible. It looks disgusting. No, You've ruined this horrible. for me already. Horrible. It looks like pretty green. It's that Manchester Paisley yeah. look. Oh, but it's not. it doesn't work on a football kick. Come on, they it does. You could wear that it. shirt out to dinner. You'd get into a restaurant <laughs> wearing that. It's quality. You would. I'm not sure you would. Either that you know or the, that sort of the cream off-white Man United away kit. Yeah, you know, they had pink the season oh, before. Yes. Then cream. It's not right. Cream's not right for a football kit. What about you? I, I just think you don't like anything that's not a mustard-coloured polo shirt. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. Actually, I really love, in terms of favourite kits, the uh, Tottenham away kit, that light blue Nike what? one with the collars, was absolutely <laughs> lovely. Right, worst a beautiful kit piece of work. You nominated a kit from next season and then told us what your favourite kit was. <laughs> yeah, I'm going okay. for Watford at home. I just have never Ooh, liked the Watford kit. And Watford two blocks of yellow and black. Oh, yeah, it looks like you've basic, basically gone septic on one half yes. and gangrene on the other. Yeah, yeah, they've had better looks than that, certainly. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Forest shirts were made by Macron this season, so I don't know if we're in any place to comment on Mac- Macron <laughs> kits. Uh, possibly the worst I've ever seen. They're not great, although I liked last season, <laughs> so let's see what happens next season. So, n- okay, nomination, yeah, yeah. well, text us what you think the worst kit is of this season. Dyson's gone for his favourite kit of next season. I've stuck to the rules and gone for Watford at home. Text us on 8 12 15, and the winner will be announced. The worst kit of this season. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. We have had some fantastic nominations for the worst kit. The two that really made it to the final. Yeah. None of our nominations were good enough. The first is Beedale FC. I've just Googled <laughs> this. They're sponsored yeah. by Heck Sausages. Yeah. Um, their kit. I mean, I, ca- I actually can't it's... believe it's been allowed. I know. The goalie madness, kit is 
green peas yeah. with a sausage. With sausage and mash, yeah. Oh, that's it. Sausage and mash. Then the home kit is just loads of frankfurters. And the away kit is... <laughs> or, I, can't, I don't know which one's which. What is just yeah. a massive hot dog? The whole kit's a, a hot, hot dog. dog with ketchup and mustard on it. I mean, it's, it's a disgrace. It's, I mean, heck is the only response you can have to that. That is ridiculous. Um, an unbelievable kit. Very nice sausages, by the way, but an unbelievable kit. Uh, it reminds me of that Spanish team. Wasn't there a Spanish team that did like a meat kit, a kit that was all meat? Or was it, it was one team that had like, you know, human flesh all over their kit what? a few years ago. It was their, their kit. Cannibal was just, FC. Yeah, yeah, the kit was just human flesh without the skin. Really disturbing. Really like disturbing the Rock kits. DJ video by Robbie uh, Williams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, similar to that. I mean, this is uh, so appalling. I mean, if you're commentating on that game, you know, they say like, on the commentary, Manchester United uh, with their red shorts and white shirts. And what were yeah. you going to say in this? And, <laughs> and BDLFC in a tin of beans with a half-cup <laughs> frankfurter. Like, you know, at the top of the screen where they have the, the name, teams of the names, like the colours on yeah, the scoreboard. Yeah. Like, it's confusing. That's a disgrace. It I mean, I'll horrible. tell you what, actually, the benefit of those, actually, you and I would benefit from eating these because you could actually, eat your dinner yeah. in them, slop it yes. all down your front, and no one would ever yeah. know. Stains you can get away with, certainly. In fact, <laughs> us. surely Stains FC should release a shirt yeah, covered in stains. Yeah, they should. Um, yeah, you're right. The other nomination was at Stevenage, who was sponsored by oh. Burger King. Now, their kit is yeah. bad, and I think any other season bad. they'd have... It yeah. looks like a Burger King uniform. Yes, that's I'm surprised it. That's they'd have to it wear a, I'm surprised they'd have to wear a cap as well. Yeah, imagine if they played in the Burger King uniform. Now, the Burger King logo makes cheapens pretty much everything you're going to put it on, doesn't it, really? It's never going to look Including nice. Including Burger, Burger King, King restaurants. You think, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That logo. Although, actually, I, of course, do go in there, so I'm a hypocrite. I mean, I think yeah. it's got to be B-Dale FC. I think it? it should be B-Dale, yeah. Never seen anything like it. Amazing. That was nominated uh, by Peanut in Car Sholton, who um, presumably has a T-shirt covered in Peanut. I don't know what's going on at B-Dale FC. <laughs> Everything is food-related. Although, actually, again, this is right up our street. Okay, the next award is for worst signing. Text us on 8 12, 15. Who is the worst signing of the season? Dyson, do you have a nomination? Uh, yes, I do. I mean, obviously, David Luiz uh, going to yes! Arsenal was it? That's what I'm he's going a, for. He's a liability. Uh, but obvi- and then there's. Uh, I seem to remember before the lockdown, uh, Danny Drinkwater went to Burnley on loan from yes. Chelsea, and he didn't play. But he got like I think he got injured in a nightclub or something. <laughs> he went out clubbing, got into a brawl, got injured, never played, fell out with the manager. Possibly the worst signing for many years. Yes, Texas on eight twelve fifteen. the worst signing of the season. Of course, um, Danny wouldn't have got into trouble in a nightclub if he'd have followed the advice of his own yes. surname and <laughs> yeah. instead of going out, had stayed in and drank water. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with our end of season awards. It's the last day of term today. And we've already handed out the award for worst kits, which went to Beedale AFC. The award now for worst signing. Matt, what was your nomination? Uh, my worst signing was Danny Drinkwater. Uh, ah, yes, Danny Burnley. Drinkwater. Yes, yeah. And mine was David Louise. Um, you know what? I've never. I think since he cried after that Germany Brazil game, he's never yeah. been the same. 
Yeah. And I never really <laughs> yeah. liked him anyway. I, bet, um, I, don't, I just think Chelsea couldn't believe their luck when they thought, well, they're, they're a big club are willing to pay loads of money for this guy, even though we've all seen what a liability he is. Great. Give him to them. Give him or get rid of him straight away. You know what? It, been... it's like, it was like the, it's sort of like Antiques Roadshow looking out on a really rubbish piece of... It'd be like having yeah. a kinder toy, and they're going, we'd value this at around three million pounds. Like, yeah. Boy, it was yeah. a joke. Okay. Yeah, great. Well, if you're yeah. happy to pay for it, mate. Bite your hand If you off. want a teeny <laughs> tiny terrapin for three million big ones. Um, <laughs> so, we've had some nominations in. Alan Bracey mm. says, the worst signing, Augustin to Leeds. This is Jean-Kevin Augustin on oh, loan yes. from Leipzig who has only played three times as a sub and then got a muscular injury in February and has not worn the shirt again since. (laughs) That's nice. I've never seen him play, but Forrest had a few dodgy transfers in uh, in January, I think. Um, Let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Nicky said the worst sign of the season has to be Rooney. Didn't quite perform a miracle, did he? Oh, yes, please. Oh, yeah. They were saying, oh, yeah, he's like a quarterback, isn't he? Yeah, didn't, unfortunately, it wasn't good enough to get them promoted, sadly. He was like a quarterback, but um, the crisps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cheeseburger flavoured crisps. Love that. <laughs> yeah. He's like a quarterback. Bad for your health. And um, looks like a maize based snack. Um, so, we've got to go for Rooney, haven't we? Oh, yes, with, with quite happily, yeah, quite happily. That gives me a lot of pleasure. The award for worst (laughs) signing of the season goes to Wayne Rooney. Now, the next award is Villain of the Season. Texas on 8-12-15. Who is your nomination for Villain of the Season? Matt Dyson. Uh, Well, I think mine is, uh, you know, pretty much a racing certainty. It's not a player. It's VAR. Uh, it's changed the way way fans watch games you can't celebrate goals anymore it's changed the game and I don't think it's changed it for the better it is a villainous piece of technology V is for villain isn't it villainous yeah I don't know what the what is it video assisted referee assistant referee yeah villainous and rubbish more like villainous and rubbish lovely (laughs) that's what VAR stands for right yeah 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 great one yeah I was going a bit more personal. I went for Andre Ayew for his repeated cheating during the Swansea Forest <laughs> yes, game. Yeah, I, yeah. I think maybe I should oh, let yeah. that go now. It's penalty for a foul that was outside the box. Unbelievable. Still hurts. So text us <laughs> on 8-12-15. Who is your villain of the season? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 25 minutes away from kickoff on the final weekend of the Premier League. And we have some team news, Dyson. Uh, yeah, most of the team's putting out a full-strength starting eleven, but Liverpool have uh, taken their foot off the gas and they've dropped uh, Firmino, Mane, Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold. They're all on the bench to start away at Newcastle, so they've, uh, they're really having a rest day, uh, it would appear. Liverpool and uh, Chelsea are playing Wolves in that big game, uh, the big potential Europa League decider, uh, Chelsea Wolves. Uh, Kepa Aretha Balaga, uh, the, well, the very expensive goalkeeper who's made a few mistakes of late, has been dropped for Willy Caballero. Willy's back in for Chelsea against Wolves. Now you're into your fantasy football league. What does that do for you? Does that is that bad um, well, news for you and the other it's, nerds? It's not. I did have Mane and the other nerds. Me and my fellow nerds. I had Mane to them. I think because you know they should have made it clear they weren't going to really try in the last game of the season. Then they could have got rid of him. But I'm all about Man City at home to Norwich, where I'm expecting a gut of goals and uh, a gut, I've triple. Ca- I've tri- triple. Yes, I've triple captain. Not a gut of um, goals. 
No, glut of goals. Yeah, glut of goals. And I've triple captained Jesus. I've put my faith in Jesus, and hopefully he will <laughs> not let me down this afternoon. Well, hopefully you and your fellow virgins will be happy with that. Um, we're <laughs> going to crack on with the awards now. We have to announce the winner of the worst... Oh, the villain of the year. We've had some nominations in via text, Dyson. Yes. Uh, we have Mike Ashley all day long, says one. Simple one. Uh, Grealish, the, the diving footballer. Uh, yes, one that's coming. It's a very, very naughty word. On the end <laughs> that, that was one. outrageous. This one recently, wasn't it? When he he was miles away from any other player, and he just sort of did the jerky dive motion and fell to the floor. It was quite bad. That. Villainous. Yeah, I suppose it's a it's a sort of tough decision. It, between, diving is humiliating, and it ruins the sport. Or mm. Mike Ashley, who is just bad in so many other ways. Yes, it's true. Spud also says it should be Morgan Schneiderlin for Everton, especially that performance against Liverpool in the FA Cup. So there's a few suggestions out there. I think it's hard to see past Mike Ashley um, in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, um, but fair I think, enough. <laughs> I think we've got to go, Ashley. Mike Ashley is our villain of the season. It's time to move on now to our award for the weirdest moment. Text us on 8-12-15, the weirdest moment of the season. Matt Dyson, what's your nomination? For me, uh, it was uh, before lockdown. I don't mind you going out drinking in the afternoon. Oh, of course! Earn a lot, they earn a lot of money. And you can afford to get a chauffeur, let alone a taxi, home from the pub and go and pick your car up in the morning. It was weird, pointless, and it ruined some careers, and it was just such a strange thing for a Derby County player to do. I mean, they literally careered off the road uh, in, yeah. in more ways than <laughs> yeah. one. Um, yeah. I don't. I totally forgot. How did I forget weird, that? Of course, the weird great and dangerously scandal. weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Madness. So Texas on eight twelve fifteen weirdest moment of the season. I was going to go for Forest dropping out of the playoffs in the last five minutes of the season. <laughs> well, I prefer, yeah, that's true. I do that's prefer the, the, the derby. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The award for weirdest moment is just a couple of seconds away here at Rock and Roll Football. A couple of cracking nominations have come in, Dyson. Yeah, really good. Uh, one for weirdest moment, Watford sacking Nigel Pearson. Yeah, with two games to go in the relegation zone. That was a particularly weird piece of news. Something bizarre happened behind the scenes there, I think. I can't Call believe it. I still can't believe it. I mean, you know what? Stupid. If they manage to stay up today, then maybe it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. We may see the sense in it then, but at the moment, I cannot. It's madness. Uh, Martin in Watford says, the weirdest moment, the Sheffield United no goal that's keeping Aston Villa oh. up at the moment. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, my Lord. Yes, it is. It's a very Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that ball that was so weird. One of the first games of the, of the restart. The first game back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And he held the ball. He was clearly in his own goal net. And because the, the, their watch didn't buzz, they couldn't give it. Oh, that was a mess. What I mean, are there, there two such strong nominations? Which They're one do really you pick? Good. I don't know, yeah, but I think like if Aston Villa stay up, that no goal counts. I think Martin and Watford might have secured it there. That was a very strange moment. Yes, and also sacking a manager that's in the bottom three isn't yes, unheard of. It's just that it seems perhaps a bit late. Um, so Ooh, let's yeah. go for uh, the no yeah, goal. Yeah. Uh, the next award... Worst facial hair. Texas on 8-12-15, <laughs> the award for worst facial hair. <laughs> I know who I'm going for. Daniel oh, yeah? Fark. 
Oh, yes. Appalling facial hair. <laughs> He's got bad hair as well, really. Just uh, everything. To... Grease <laughs> yeah, monkey. He is a grease. I tried to, sort because of, I grow my hair in lockdown, I tried to sort of copy Daniel Fox hair, and uh, I was ridiculed by my children. Ridiculed, absolutely ridiculed. By... Yeah, he's, he's an odd-looking guy, isn't he, I suppose? But yeah, I suppose what we also are basically saying oh, the award for ugliest man. That would be a bit <laughs> no, harsh. No, for no worst facial hair. facial hair. For me, the facial hair is the Palace defender, James Tompkins. He's got a really ah, patchy yes. beard. Really patchy. Oh. It's like, it's you, if you've got that much patchiness, don't bother. Just be clean shaven. Or Theo Walcott. Every year, Theo Walcott's facial hair trimming makes him a nomination, surely. That awful tash he had for, for yeah. years. Yeah, I think yeah. Fark takes some beating here. Texas on 8, yeah. 12, 15, the worst. For, I mean, Fark looks like he's maybe started combing his hair and he's put yeah. maybe some Dax in it or something. Yeah. And then he's gone, ah, I'll just use some chip fat. <laughs> and then it's just stuck his head in like an old fryer that's, you know, just like old grease that's steeped. Oh, old bits of chips in it and bits yeah. at the bottom. You just think, cut, cut your hair, shave that off and have a nice side parting, Daniel, if you're listening, and you look a lot better. Yeah. So Texas on 8, 12, 15, the award for worst facial hair. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. The final weekend of the Premier League is almost underway. Just about five minutes until kick-off. The pressure, the excitement is building. We are handing out our awards, our end-of-season awards. We've had a great nomination for worst facial hair from Stephen Bournemouth. He says, Andy Carroll and his Jeff from Biker Grove look. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good shout. Yeah, the big Carroll's another talks. one, like Daniel Fark, where it's not just the facial hair. It's also He's got awful hair as well. Yes, he has. I mean, if in doubt, surely, clean-shaven, yeah. side-parting. Or am I, being yeah. t- am, I, am I a conservative here? Yeah, you're from the Brian Clough School of Thought, aren't you? Yeah, so it's fine. Clean shaven, yeah. shirt tucked in. Short, short back hair. and sides. Yeah, exactly. Short back Sensible. and sides. Sensible. I think that Andy Carroll nomination is the best one we've had, and I think it's better than any yeah, that like you and it. I came up with. Yeah, great. Happy to go with so that. So it's a delight uh, to announce that the worst facial hair for the season 1920 goes to Andy Carroll. One award left, and it is for the most David Brent-like manager. Lots of football managers <laughs> fall into the trap of sounding and behaving like David Brent. Matt Dyson, who's your nomination? Uh, Brendan Rogers is yes. very Brentian, isn't he? I mean, he, he when he was on that Channel 5 documentary about Liverpool, he really stood out as being quite a David Brent character. But possibly David Moyes, though, when the West Ham yes. re-announced him. And there was that long, slow image of him just staring at the camera. <laughs> He's a bit... I think, uh, yeah, I think Moyes is a bit Brenty as well. Very. I'm going to go for Danny Cowley, uh, recently relieved Ooh, of his... Um, oh, yeah. Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah. Strong Brent vibes. I mean, yes, anyone who talks right. about management, yeah, in a way, so motivating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, that is an yeah. excellent shout. Oh, the Cowley brothers, yeah. Team, yeah. Well, you want me to go, that's... <laughs> Yeah, they didn't understand football, so no way. Just, you know. Well, we didn't need to get promoted, so, you know, that just shows. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's possibly the worst impression I've ever done. It started okay and then just went, where was that? It turned into like, what? It turned into Stepto. I think pays too, pays too much attention to his appearance as well, possibly the Cowleys. Their hair yeah. is just too neat. They spend more money on haircuts than footballers. You know, it's not right for a manager. Oh, yes, they're definitely... There's a vanity there. 
Yeah, they're styled. It's almost not like they've got a stylist. <laughs> Just a football manager, I'm a chilled out entertainer. So, yeah. Texas on 8, 12, 15, yeah? <laughs> it's, it's not, bothered, getting, but, it's not you know, getting any better. Don't care if you don't, that. really. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Every Premier League team in action. It's only been going for five minutes. We've already got a double air horn situation. <laughs> we knew it was going to be dramatic. We didn't know if we was going to get off to this amazing start. Dyson, what's happening? We've had a goal in the first minute. Unbelievably, the second string Liverpool team are losing 1-0 at Newcastle as well. The champions wow. are goal down. Uh, Dwight Gale has scored. And you know, if Newcastle started the season with him, talking of bad signings, Joel Linton, who they spent a fortune on at Newcastle, has only scored two goals all season for them. They should have started with Dwight Gale. He's, he's, since they've put him in the team uh, in the restart, Dwight Gale's done pretty well. They're 1-0 up against Liverpool. The other goal is at the Emirates and <gasps> Arsenal are 1-0 up against Watford. Oh. Not good for their hopes of staying up. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang with a penalty five minutes in. The Gunners are 1-0 up against the Hornets. <laughs> Heartbreak for Watford so far, but as we know from what happened in midweek, things can turn yeah. around very, very quickly. Very what quickly. an amazing very start. Yeah. Uh, our final award today, we have to announce the winner of... Uh, the most David Brent's award. I mean, in retrospect, this was a, an appalling idea for an award because one, there really is only one, and two, the impression that I thought was quite good of him is atrocious. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's your kryptonite, isn't it? But who'd have thought oh, it? David Brent. In a way, uh, so in a way, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Sort of, Sorry, yeah. air horn. Sorry, David. Air Brent. Horn. Air horn. Air horn. And it's a shock one. Can we, I don't think we can sound the air horn while we're playing music. We can't hear the air, we can. We I'll can. just do it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. What Norwich would have equalised? Norwich are one no. up at Man City. Wow. Onel Hernandez. Uh, I think he loves living in Norwich, in Norwich because it, there's an Argos nearby and he can't get enough of shopping at Argos in Norwich. And he scored a goal against Man City this afternoon, putting them one up. That is a shocker. He loves Argos. He ordered a goal about 10 minutes ago and it's finally yeah. made its <laughs> way down to collection point B. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's getting even more dramatic out there. I cannot believe this. Dyson, what's happening? Well, we thought Norwich were 1-0 up at Man City, but they have been... Denied! By VAR. Oh, oh taking the goal off. Onel Hernandez. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? So it was 0-0, but then uh, they restarted play. Man City ran up the other end and Airhorn... <laughs> no way! Gabriel Jesus. I put my faith wow. in Jesus this afternoon on the fantasy football and he's not let me down. They're 1-0 up now, Man City. They've gone from being 1-0 down to 1-0 up in, in the space of three minutes. What a turnaround. Your own personal uh, Jesus. Oh, oh wait, what more? Wait, there's a lot. There's lots of go. There's lots going in. Two What's that mean? Hit me, t- hit me twice. Harry Kane has scored for Tottenham already. 1-0 up at Crystal Palace. And Bournemouth are 1-0 up at Everton. This could, uh, this could, if Villa lose as well, change things down the bottom. It's a big goal potentially for Bournemouth. Uh, Josh King scoring a penalty. And the Cherries are 1-0 up at Goodison Park. We're not even 15 Exciting. minutes into this final game. We've had two penalties of VAR goals everywhere. Oh, my word! 
It's made me fall in love with football again after the horror yeah. of Wednesday night. Not that um, bring it back up again. <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Um, of course, one of the things that will be resolved today is the Golden Glove. Nick Pope of yeah. Burnley may well get it. Um, the Daily Mail ran a, a feature on him this week where they said, 10 years ago, Nick Pope was working in Next. Now he might win mm. the Golden Glove. Um, but I don't think the two things are linked. I don't think his spell working in Next trained him. To be a top Premier League goalkeeper. No, no. I don't think there's many transferable skills, are there? I don't know. <laughs> if I work for Next, I'd be all over this. Do a massive poster campaign with him on it. Saving so good, they won the Golden yeah. Glove. The next sale <laughs> on now. Yes. Their own range of gloves that are endorsed by Nick Pope, yeah? They can actually sell some Golden Gloves for people to wear in the winter in Next. be amazing. That's a great idea. Um... I mean, the problem is with stuff like this. You go, 10 years ago, he was working next to the Premier League goalkeeper. It makes you go, what was I doing 10 years ago? And, you know, he's achieved uh, yeah. a lot in 10 years. What have I done with my life? <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. He's gone from working in next to being one of the best goalkeepers in the world. What were you doing 10 years ago, Dyson? Yeah, ten, well, ten, in this past 10 years, I've had three children. So I, wow. I was childless. I was childless 10 years ago. And my life was my own. I could be selfish and do whatever I wanted. And, and, and I was, you did. Yeah, and I did. And now I can't. But, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> you know, selfishness is not the path to righteousness, Fordy. That's what I'd say. Wow. <laughs> you really are a fan of his ooze. <laughs> I really am. What about you? Where were you 10 years ago? You've Ten written a book, for heaven's sake. You've written a book. Oh, Fordy's yes, got a book yes. coming out. Oh, I've got Plug a book it. coming out. I've got to tell you about this. I can't believe... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I wasn't even going to mention it. I'm so no, thick. Matt, you've got to. Yeah. It's yes, amazing. I've written a book. I've written a funny book about politics called Politically Homeless. You can pre-order it now uh, on Amazon or on the Blackwell's um, website. You can pre-order a signed copy through Blackwell's. It'll be out on the 8th of October, which is very exciting. Nice. I can't, I can't, yeah. You know what? It didn't even occur to me to mention it. That's how dense I am. But that's a um, big achievement in the past day. Decade, isn't oh, it, you know what? Actually, you've made me feel amazing. a lot better. You've made me yeah. feel a lot better <laughs> because you've you've given birth to th- well, you haven't given birth. You, no, you, well, your yeah. wife has, but you've sired three children, <laughs> and I've I've sired a book which I don't know. I called you a virgin earlier. I, I think that makes me sound the dweeb now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but it's if true. it's not too morbid, text us on eight twelve fifteen. And um, well, I, I was going to ask you if you think your life is better or worse than it was ten years ago. I think that is way too morbid. But yeah. your biggest achievement of the last ten years. It, you know what? Yes. It's our last day of term today, so we're handing out prizes right, left, and centre. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. Your biggest achievement of the last ten years. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. This final day of the Premier League is not disappointing. We've got a triple air horn situation on our end. Nerd alert, it's fantasy football embodied himself. Matt Dyson to give us all the stats from the oh, well, we've, been, we've been talking about Nick Pope potentially winning the Golden Glove. This is not helping him uh, because Brighton are 1-0 up at Burnley. His clean sheets Woo! go. Bissouma has scored for Brighton. Uh, Arsenal have got a second as well against Watford. The Hayden Mullins new manager bounce hasn't really happened. Uh, that, uh, that Watford board, they're ostriches. It's, uh, absolute ostriches for getting rid of Pearson, and, and this is not looking good for them staying up. Kieran Tierney has scored for Arsenal. Uh, they're 2-0 up against Watford. And Sheffield United have scored at Southampton. John Lundstrom has scored. They're one up at St Mary's. 
Amazing stuff. Uh, Texas on 8-12-15, your biggest achievement of the last 10 years. Dave in Poplar sailed across the Atlantic from Trinidad to Falmouth. Wow, that's amazing. Unusual I mean, how route, do you... I suppose, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be as impressive as that. Um, it can be hard to beat that, to be honest, but it's not a competition. Yeah. Uh, it can be big mm. or small. That's incredible. I wouldn't dare do that. No, that's a lot of open water where anything could go wrong, isn't it? Yes, and thankfully it didn't uh, for Dave. Lucy says she finally got a degree through the Open University just before my 55th birthday. Absolutely fantastic. It's making me feel like I've done absolutely nothing with my life. No, you've written a book. It's fine. It's good. Oh, yes. Yes, available in all good bookshops. Available to pre-order now on Amazon. Yes. (laughs) Politically homeless. you can you can pre-order signed copies of it through Blackwell's. I'm such a tart. I'm just, no. I, I've gone from not mentioning it to just flogging it. And everything. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Um, sorry, waiter, waiter. Could I get an air horn, please? <laughs> oh, that Thank was you. delicious. Where's it from? It's lovely. Yeah, where is it? What's it from? Do you want to tell us? Dyson, you? Waiter? Am I the waiter? Am I? I'm right. Well, you're the one Uh, who tells us where the goals are. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant where's the air horn from. I thought you were carrying on your your restaurant skit. (laughs) Yes, there's a go. The goal We're live. uh, I can't believe this. Live. 33 minutes in. I think we can already say that Watford are relegated. I'd stick my neck out that far to say they're 3-0 down now. Arsenal are 3-0 up against Watford. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has got his second of the afternoon and they're on fire, the Gunners. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Texas on 8-12-15, your biggest achievement of the last 10 years. You've got one in front of you there, Matt. Oh, a lovely message. This is anonymous, but it just says, 10 years ago, I was fitting kitchens to get myself through uni. Now I'm a surgeon in the NHS training in orthopaedics. Now I use power tools on people. Well, there you go. Hopefully it's part of the job. I hope they're not two separate things. I'm a surgeon and I use power tools on people. (laughs) I hope it's not a confession to some horrible crimes. I think it's as a a surgeon, yeah. What a Full time surgeon, part time, like extortionist. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Waiter, sorry to trouble you again. Could I get a triple air horn, please? It's going to oh, have to be one more, one more as well. <laughs> oh, right. Well, my friend is really enjoying these air horns. Can I might inquire where these air horns are from? Well, yes, certainly, sir. Um, first you, one sir. is in Newcastle. It's from Newcastle. Virgil van Dijk with an equaliser for Liverpool. The champions back on track after going a goal down in the first minute. Uh, big news for Bournemouth down the bottom in their unlikely bid to stay up. Uh, they have now conceded a goal. Moyes Keane has finally scored for Everton. He hasn't had many this season. It's one all, so not good news for Cherries fans. Uh, Arsenal were winning 3-0 against Watford. Every single Arsenal fan was tweeting about Troy Deeney not having cojones for the battle, and he's responded on the pitch with a penalty. So Watford are slightly back in it. They've got a goal back for a penalty. Uh, David Luiz gave it away. We won't be surprised to learn. Uh, and it's 3-1 to Arsenal at the moment. Uh, Chris Wood has got a goal back for Burnley. That's one all now against Brighton. And Man City have their second. Of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. I thought they would have scored a few more than this, but uh, Kevin De Bruyne has scored just before half-time, making it 2-0 to Man City against Norwich. And I believe, I believe we may have another air horn. There's lots of goals going in my word it looks like Bournemouth really do want to stay in this division Dominic Solanke has got another goal now Bournemouth winning 2-1 at Everton they still would need Villa to lose and Villa are currently drawing 0-0 at West Ham Uh, but very exciting Uh, very exciting for the second half it sets it up nicely very tall, isn't he, Dominic? Well, he's so lanky. He's so lanky. <laughs> that so age. lanky. Um, now, Roy Keane is here. We're going to channel Roy Keane. Do text us on 8, 12, 15. What would you like to hear Roy Keane rant about? It can be anything, football or non-football related. Um, Dyson, what would people like him to rant about this week? Okay, well, let's get you channeling him. Um, uh, I can, sorry, I can just quickly say one quick air horn as there's so many goals going in before we start while you're channeling. Yeah. <laughs> Mason Mount has scored Chelsea beating Wolves 1-0 uh, Simon Martin has been in touch with us here at Rock and Roll Football to ask for Roy's thoughts on the state of bottle banks at the moment apparently they're all rammed around Simon's way oh I can't believe the state of it Look, this is part of the problem with, with firstly the, 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 the main problem with that is the, the authorities see because they should know that because the way that society is changing during lockdown, you're consuming more in your own home. That means you got more refuse to take to the tip, to the bin and to the recycling. So they got to increase the number of collections to do in, but also to the people. Don't just stuff it in there if you can't get it in. Glass breaks. You know, we know this about glass and the danger with all this stuff. You get a smashed glass everywhere. It's a hazard. So you got to keep the glass in your home. It's a too much task. <laughs> At a time of global crisis, to just keep a yeah, bit of glass wow. in your house. You know what I yeah. do with them, actually? If I got spare bottles and, and I go to the recycling and it is too busy, um, I sound like I'm from Scotland. But I also, <laughs> I don't know where my impressions today have not been very good on the show. But oh, I turn them into. I turn them into candle holders. So I, I, I stick a candle in it and I got a whole head like a French wine bar. And then the, 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 the buttons make lovely wine candle holders and you get all the wax over them. You convince yourself like you're a poet or something or, or a writer like that Matt Ford guy. What great advice on recycling from Roy. Amazing. Yeah, turn it into, turn it into uh, a candle holder. Is anything else you'd like me to rant about now? Uh, yeah, one of the, one of the one here from uh, Rufus. He's curious about Roy's thoughts on the number of blades on razors these days. Is Roy a five-blade kind of guy? No, I'm not. No, not at all. I mean, I thought two was extravagant. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought three was silly. Five... They're laughing at you. They're doing it for a laugh, and they all sit there at Gillette or Wilkinson Sword or wherever, and every time someone buys a five-blade, they're laughing at themselves. You you can't tell me you can tell the difference between a five-blade shaving and a three-blade. And anyway, you know, shaving is meant to be a form of punishment. You know, you meant to do it with cold water, drag it across your face, it makes you angry in the morning, and that sets you up for the day. The last thing you want is to have a nice smooth shave with no cuts, because then you go, oh, I've got off to a good start. Who wants to get off to a good start? you you got to, you know, you got to wake up in the morning, tread on Lego, have a cold shave that, that tears your face to ribbons. That's the only way you can be a real man. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's the man from the boys, doesn't it, Roy? Yeah, absolutely, it does. And that, what, what, how many, what sort of blade do you use when you do use one? Oh, what well, to be fair, Roy, I haven't had a wet shave for about two years. So. Not on your face. What Are about you... other parts of your body, Seed? <laughs> do you shave any no, other bits? No. No, I don't shave any other bits. My beard is quite grey, like yours. When you had your big bushy beard, Roy, that was a good look, wasn't it? Grey, greying beard that you had. Why did you get rid of I it? I liked it. I thought it gave me a yeah. wee bit of gravitas there. But you got to be <laughs> careful. You know, I've heard about you, by the way, that you got hairy shoulders, and you can't be carrying on like that. You know, I, I, I'm not agreeing right. with men manscaping themselves and stuff, because men should okay. be men. But, you know, you got, you got to... You, hairy shoulders... You know, you look like you've escaped from the woods and people might, people might, you get tranquilised with a dart if you're not careful. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Waiter. Sorry to be paying that, um, but we really enjoyed those air horns we had earlier. Could we just have one more, please? And, and where's that one from? Well, that's from West London, that one. Just creeping in just before half-time for you, sir. Olivier Giroud scored four minutes into injury time. They had two in three minutes, Chelsea, and they're beating Wolves 2-0, which means, as it stands, they would be finishing Chelsea third, which would be a good season for Frank Lampard, wouldn't it? Finishing third ahead of Man United and Leicester City, who are currently drawing 0-0. And down the bottom, what's the latest? How does the table look? Down the, the bottom, bottom Villa down? West Ham is crucially goalless. Uh, and so that's where things could change in the second half. Watford look almost dead and buried until that Troy Deeney uh, penalty, but they're losing 3 1 Arsenal. It's looking like a, a big ask for them to come back into it. Bournemouth, though, are 2 1 up at Everton, but they're relying on other results to stay up. So, very interesting second half to come. Fascinating second half to come. Do text us on 8, 12, 15. What would you like to hear Roy Keane rant about uh, in the final hour of the show? 8, 12, 15. Um, you've also been sending us in your, your achievement to the last 10 years. Have you got any there, Matt? I've got one here from James Dartford, who says he was nominated for a knighthood for services to banking when he was only 17. Which what? is an amazing, an amazing achievement. He says uh, he invented straight-through processing, which we all know is a, is a method used by financial companies to speed up uh, transaction data. How did you know that? <laughs> I, I'd looked it up. I looked it up oh, I was really up. impressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've never heard of it before in my life, but imagine inventing that at 17 and getting knight, a knighthood at 17. That's Madness. incredible. Oh, my word. I mean, I, I'm slightly kind of stunned by how amazing yeah. that is. Yeah, really impressive. Wowee. Um, someone here says, the biggest achievement in the last 10 years was when I took a picture of President Trump's helicopters on his first official visit. The picture was then seen by a crew member from the Met Police Air Support Unit and asked for a copy. Apparently he said the picture was also seen by higher-ups, both in England and over in America. Sam in Rickmansworth. Wow. I mean, I'd be scared if I was him. The military start going, I want to see what's on your camera. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Must it is. Well, picture. Sam in Rickman's with um, brace yourself. Uh, text on eight twelve fifteen. What would you like to hear Roy Keane rant about? We're also going to bring you the second halves and find out who qualifies for those Champions League positions and who gets relegated. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio on the final weekend of the Premier League season. We'll find out which two teams get relegated with Norwich and we'll find out who gets those Champions League and Europa League slots. Um, during the week, 
Steve McManaman um, was 10 minutes late for the start of the Wolves Crystal Palace game uh, that he was meant to be commentating on. Which, I mean, surely you set off really early if you're going to be on telly for something. Yeah, yeah, you would give yourself at least an hour's leeway, I suppose, a couple of hours for, for, for emergencies, you know. Apparently he was stuck on traffic on the M6, which I think the traffic is always bad on the M6, isn't it? That's why they had to build yeah. like a toll boot thing yeah, to get, you know, sort of like take, um, yeah. take the pressure off. He should have expected that the M6 would be busy, to be fair to him. But, you know, sometimes sometimes you can be late for things. I, another radio station, when I used to read the news, I once was late for my first news bulletin of the day. That, that didn't go down very oh, well. Man. I, I got, I, my train broke down and then I was stuck on the tube and it was like, it's six o'clock, I'm supposed to be reading the news now. And uh, I was underground on the tube, unable oh. to move. And did you get <laughs> sacked? No, I didn't know. They were, they were all right. We sort of just, no one really mentioned it. And then we sort of just brushed it under the carpet and hoped no one noticed <laughs> until now. Because you leave people in the lurch. He's, whoever is commentating, who's meant to have McManaman next to them as a co-commentator, it's just one-sided yeah, back. So the, exactly, modern football yeah. commentators aren't the brightest sparks. Like they're not, It's all really bad pre-written. Like, well, that was awful from Wilfred Zaha. More like Wilfred Ha-ha. Anyone? Where's <laughs> yeah. McManaman? Steve, please. Steve, hurry up, help mate. me out here. I've yeah. used up all my pre-prepared stats. I've got nothing <laughs> exactly. left. Come on. Steve, hurry up. I've just read out one of my pre-scripted lines and it's badly died. Hurry up, mate. I'm dying here. <laughs> McManaman then had the cheek to slate uh, Kiaute for not being ready to come on. <laughs> You're like, what well, are you were late for work, mate? <laughs> I hope as well. You know, I hate being late for a kickoff at a football match because people aren't the most uh, understandable when you're trying to get past. Oh, when you've got to shuffle past them, yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, mate, not. can I just... Yeah, cheers, sorry. Just coming through, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <sighs> Chief. Yeah, yeah, cheers, boss. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I know yeah, traffic was awful. Yeah, sorry, can I just... Can I, sorry, can I just... I just sorry about this. So, oh, McManaman. Like, turn up late for the start of a play. I'm very... I think my seat's right in the middle of the row. Can I just get through? <laughs> Steve, oh. we're broadcasting, Steve. Come on, sort it out. Uh, we've got two air horns. Oh, double air horn! Yeah. 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 Uh, two equalisers. One for Southampton at home to Sheffield United. Che Adams, who suddenly started scoring in the restart, has got one back for Southampton. It's one all now. It's one all. Palace Tottenham as well. Jeffrey Schlupp. <gasps> has scored an equaliser for Palace, which is a bit of a shocker. Uh, and uh, it's one all now at Selhurst Park. And another air horn. Yes, another one. Goals. Flying in, Aaron Conley. Uh, the young Irish striker has scored for Brighton. 2-1 up at Burnley now. This is incredible. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. For the final time this season, it's, so it's time to cross over to Jim White in the My Sports News studio. Thanks so much, Matt. Welcome to May Sports News, your personal sports news from the week. Starting with some breaking news, reaching the May Sports News news desk this afternoon. Paul Gardner has finally built his shell's new bed after doing a terrible job on the last one. While the details are light at the moment, it does appear the bed isn't a bunk bed, nor a double, and in a short statement earlier, all Paul had to say was, good luck for not falling through this one. More on that as we get it, Michelle. 
Hope he gets his slats in order. Henning Stack, Henning Strack, sorry, has been in touch with the My Sports News Desk to declare he's had a solid season for his local tennis club, helping the team come last in the league by a smaller margin than they otherwise would have. While some may say it's the taking part that counts, we at My Sports News are all about the winning, so some training needed there by the sounds of it. Henning. Yeah, I don't think he can really take much pride in just losing by a a less bad margin. You need to, of course, uh, insist on high excellence and high standards. Rob Edwards is set in what appears to be a parental hack to the My Sports News desk. Well, this is concerning news. Rob says he started playing hide-and-seek with his nine-year-old twins, asking them to hide and promising he'll seek. However, in a twist on the normal game, Rob says he doesn't actually go seeking and instead enjoys some peace and quiet. The twins apparently usually hide for an hour before giving themselves up, and there's no word yet on how they react to this new style of play, and that's that is true. an incredible amount of time. And Natalie, you're a mother. That must be a great it's, tip for you. It sounds like child cruelty to me, actually. Uh, sort yourself out, Rob. Uh, news reaching us uh, from Nikki Bateman this afternoon uh, that she's completed her first outdoor training session since lockdown began. Apparently, the exercise was a side issue as Nikki was most excited to see actual real-life people for the first time in months, as previously she'd only seen them all on Zoom. We at My Sports News uh, pass on our congratulations to Nikki for getting back into exercise and for seeing real-life people for the first time in months. Well done, Nicky. Finally, Adam Waterman of Southwest London has reached out to the My Sports News desk to tell us this week he's drunkenly smashed through a large Big Mac meal, wrap of the day, and 20 McNuggets. We can only presume that smashing means he's eaten them and hasn't just punched them in the boxes. While Mr. Waterman could only tell us he was proud, well-known and well-loved comedian Matt Ford, and and reliably informed, soon-to-be-published author, his book, Politically Homeless available to pre-order uh, from Blackwell's, a signed copy, and indeed on Amazon. He waded into the mix, stating that he is well gel. Well, it's vocabulary like that that's obviously led to the publishing deal. Rumours that Matt's next McDonald's order have already been decided may be wide of the mark, but more on that story. As if I'm, I'm just being told that he would have a, a Big Mac meal uh, with chicken nuggets on the side with a sweet curry mm. dip uh, oh, and potentially yeah. a, a chocolate milkshake. What would you have, Natalie? Um, Well, you know, I'm partial to the odd McDonald's. I've not tried... I prefer the normal McDonald's. I've, I've tried something. I've not tried something. I feel like I'm missing out in life. And now they do it on the TV adverts where they dip chips into the strawberry milkshake. I've never done that. And I've, I'm just wondering if I've missed out, Jim. Are you Let a me just chip interject dipper? there. Let me just interject there, Natalie. What you just described is nothing short of a hate crime and indeed <laughs> perversion. Do not stick chips into anything like milkshake. It's disgusting and we will not have it, particularly not on a Sunday. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Around 15 minutes left of the Premier League season, we will know pretty soon who has gone down and who gets those valuable European slots. And I've got to tell you, it's been an amazing afternoon so far. We've got a quadruple air horn. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
like an air raid so, siren. What so is many going goals. on? So many goals. First up, Liverpool are now in the lead at Newcastle. They were a goal down. Divock Origi has got their second, and they've just bought all the big guns on from the bench. Bobby Big Teeth, Salah and Mane all coming on uh, elsewhere. Um, uh, Watford are back in it at the Emirates, surprisingly. Uh, Danny Welbeck has got another goal back for Watford. A bite hand that used to feed him. Uh, it is now... To Arsenal. Uh, I mean, it's game on in terms of Watford's chances of survival. Well, we thought it was all over. Big news uh, at the Leicester's Walkers Bar. They call the stadium now. Uh, Manchester United are 1 0 up at Leicester. To decide on the Champions League places. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, the Portuguese uh, star, has scored a penalty for Man United. They're 1 0 up in a crucial game. And have come from 1-0 down at home to Sheffield United. They've now got two. It's uh, another goal for Shea Adams, who's got a brace wow. this afternoon. Southampton beating the Blades 2-1. I mean, Southampton, who were in a relegation scrap a couple of weeks ago, are now going to finish mid-table. They, 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 were, they yeah. could have had a different result on their way, finished in the top half of the league, which is an incredible turnaround from then. They've been fantastic. Amazing. Uh, since the league restarted. So the final thrills and spills of what has been an extended and bizarre season are on the way. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm delighted to tell you that it's the last uh, day of the season and as a treat, Roy Keane is now back in the studio. great. For more Roy's rants, you've been texting us on 8, 12, 15, things you'd like to hear and rant about. So I'm just going to channel Roy and Dyson will put these issues Great. to me. Okay. Uh, well, Gaz has been in touch from North Wales uh, saying, following on from the TV season slash series debate from last week, uh, what does Roy think about people who overuse the word literally and usually out of context? <laughs> what do you think about that, Roy? I think it's a huge problem. Like language, ma- the the words you choose have to make sense, right? I mean, if you go, I was, you know, Forrest were literally steamrollered in the second half. Were you telling me that someone turned up with one of them steamrollers? You see, when they're doing <laughs> highway maintenance on the motorway, when when they're crushing tarmac to within an inch of its life. I didn't see any of that the other day, and and we were going, I was literally petrified. You know, do you understand what petrified means? You know, you see a petrified tree. I tell you now, it doesn't look like a tree. It's a stone. Some of it is like glass. And that's just not happening to people. And I think part of the problem is a wider problem where people, you know, the other word people you actually all the time, I was actually this, I was actually that. You're like, just start trying to make everything sound amazing. You know, everyone wants to go, oh my God, it was the most incredible thing I ever heard. Or the most, I went from Wales there because I was there for the weekend. <laughs> but everyone wants to make everything sound amazing. That's the problem. Oh, I was literally yeah. the most this. It was actually the most amazing yeah. that. Just I went to the shops and it was okay. You literally yeah. brought some bread. That's the only thing you should be saying. <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, Nigel Scott also has been in touch to say he'd like to know uh, what uh, Roy thinks on the thorny subject of outfield players wearing gloves in the winter. Oh, no, no. You can't do that. I think it's incredible. That and snoods. I was really pleased when they took <laughs> the action on the snood. I mean, there was a choking hazard anyway, wasn't it? You know, a strangulation at the very least. But gloves, you just think you don't look like a proper man when you're wearing gloves when you're playing football. And the thing is, like, you got it's not like they're making you play naked. 
you know, you, you can have a long sleeve shirt, you can have a vest on underneath that, your thermals or whatever, your, 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 your long johns, you got your boots on and your socks. I mean, you're really telling me that when the 90% of your body is covered, I mean, what are they going to let them wear a bobble hat then? Because they, 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 they look stupid. And why not while you're at it? Put some mittens on and have a bit of string going through your kit. There's that thing we were talking about football kits earlier. I was listening to the show, by the way. You, you, you start having them dangling down like mittens. And then they'll be playing in the snow and they'll be moaning. The deal the kids are pushing them over. Ah, it's, 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 the game's gone when it comes to stuff like that. But gloves. And no one ever wears cool gloves. They're just cheap old gloves. You never see a pair where you go, oh, she has a nice pair. You know, I never wear like suede ones with like a fleece no, in them. Driving gloves, yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? All yeah, that, oh, exactly. A nice <laughs> pair of string bags. You go, well, look, he's got, the guy's got style and taste, and they've probably got a practical use for that after the game to be driving home. Not, ah, oh, look, he looks like a paper boy. You, know, that, you cut the fingers off like super grand. The whole thing's ridiculous. <laughs> We've got some air horns. Airhorns, oh, no way, Airhorns, that's Air Airhorns, stay with us, Roy. Stay with us. Man City have scored a third. Raheem Sterling getting on in the act against Norwich. They're romping to victory now. And Bournemouth are really trying to stay up here. Really trying to stay up. Junior Stanislas has scored a third. Senior Stanislas will be delighted with this. They're 3-1 up at Everton. <laughs> but still, because West Ham and Villa uh, is 0-0, that's not enough to keep Bournemouth up at this stage with about 10 minutes to go. Unbelievable. Drama. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Incredible drama right at the death. A quadruple air horn. <laughs> There was justify this racket. Huge news in the Claret and Blue derby. Aston Villa went 1-0 up in the 84th minute through Jack Grealish. They were looking like they were on course to survive despite what Bournemouth were doing winning 3-1 at Everton. But then just minutes later, uh, Yarmolenko got a goal back for West Ham. So they're now teetering on the brink again. Unbelievable. Uh, So at the moment, Aston Villa stay up if they get the draw. Southampton 3 one up against Sheffield United. Danny Ings has scored a penalty. Uh, Man City uh, are 4-0 up. Mares now weighing in with a goal. And uh, one more air horn, I think. This is good measure. He's come off the bench to get in on the goal-scoring action. Sadio Mane has put Liverpool 3-1 up at Newcastle. This is an incredible end to the season. Obviously, it's probably the first weekend where we've had all the games on the same day because of the because of telly and everything else on this final day every single premier league team is playing we are going to find out in the coming seconds and minutes which two teams are relegated and who gets those champions league spaces oh my word the rock and roll football podcast with matt ford and matt dyson more astounding late drama there might be more to come we've got at least one air horn <laughs> Where is it, Matt Dyson? A fifth of the afternoon for Man City. Another goal for Kevin De Bruyne. The final whistle's gone at the Etihad. Man Man City beating Norwich 5-0. The final whistle has also gone at Palace. One all. It's finished between Palace and Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham securing uh, sixth place as it stands uh, at the moment. Uh, Chelsea are still winning 2-0 against Wolves. 
Uh, and there's like there was about four minutes of injury time in the Villa West Ham game, the crucial one oh, deciding man. relegation. Also, some up an update, not an air horn, but a, a, a sending off noise. I don't know if we have one. Maybe <laughs> but, we could uh, just have a big tut. Tut, 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 yeah, tut, tut, tut for Johnny Evans sent off a serious foul play four minutes into injury time uh, where Leicester are losing 1-0 at home uh, to Man United. Bruno Fernandes with a penalty in that crucial game, which is looking like it's going to secure Champions League football for Man United. He has been incredible, hasn't he, Bruno Fernandes? Been one of the signings oh. of the season. So good since he came in. Yeah, he's been he's, is he he's in pretty your much fantasy scores team, is he? <laughs> he is, he's in every fantasy <laughs> team. I tell you what, his price is gonna rocket next season, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> he won't be so cheap, will he? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing is to try and find who the next Bruno Fernandez is, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. You kinda of spot them, haven't you? Yeah. That's oh, why I read all these <laughs> Spanish blogs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never kissed anyone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so d- down the bottom so at the moment at the moment Dyson what's the mm. league table in these at the moment the final whistle has just gone at Everton Bournemouth the Bournemouth have done their best to try and stay up uh, winning 3-1 at Everton which was an amazing result but it's uh, currently not going to be enough I think there's about 10 seconds left at West Ham where it's one all against Aston Villa Grealish put them in front Yarmolenko got an equaliser all this in the last five minutes there's like seconds to go and if Villa hold on to that draw they will survive so, Bournemouth, Watford and Norwich will go down because Watford but, are still losing okay. 3-2 at Arsenal. Sorry. But let's say West Ham get like a late, late goal. Would that mean, would Bournemouth would, be fine? What's the goal that difference? Would be, what would that that mean? would be enough. I think Bournemouth... Uh, would if they <laughs> I think they would be ahead on goal difference actually it's saying it's minus 25 against minus 26 as it stands at the moment so um, I th- no, oh no yeah four conf- against We've had a oh, final whistle. Confirmation. West Ham final whistle. Bournemouth are relegated. It's <gasps> confirmed. Aston Villa survive. Uh, the uh, Watford game against Arsenal is still ongoing, but it looks like they haven't got time to turn it around there. So at the moment, Bournemouth, Watford and Norwich have all gone down. Oh, oh, we know what it's like for heartbreak. We're both Forest fans. So commiserations to Bournemouth yeah. and to Watford. Congratulations to Aston Villa. The season is over, but we've got great news. We're back next week. So, yes, now the introduction makes sense. I wasn't going to mention the book, but because you brought it up, hey, I don't think there's anything wrong. You know, you should shout it from the rooftops. You've written a book. I've got a book out! Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, go onto onto a rooftop and just shout it on a a loud hailer. See what reaction you get. We might get arrested. Yeah, 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 don't do it dressed up as a superhero, whatever you do. <laughs> well, what an amazing end to the season. It's been, it ended in heartbreak for us, and obviously the teams that got yeah. from the Premier yeah. League, but yeah. it, it's always a thrill football. There's always next yeah. season, that's what's great about it. And it's not um, long to wait. So, I'll be here, well, the show basically goes on, and then football comes back, so um, you can keep down the podcast, and I'll be on every Saturday, 2 till 5. Dyson will be on a few of those shows during August, won't you, Dice? Yes, I'm having a little bit of time off. I've had a couple of weekends off to camp with my family. But, uh, yeah, but I'll, be, I'll still be popping by, see how you are, see how you're getting on. Well, I really look forward to it. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Please share it. Do leave an iTunes review. It's really important because it helps get us up the league. And um, as Forest fans, <laughs> you know, we, we could do with being a bit higher up the league. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see you soon then. Cheerio. 
Rock and roll football. Podcast done.